الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ولي الصالحين وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين الحمد لله it pleases us to visit our brothers for the sake of Allah May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this sitting a sitting for His sake and a proof for us on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, not a proof against us. In the Hadith in Sunan Ibn Majah, which is, which is authentic, the Rasulullah said, وَالْقُرْآنُ حُجَّةٌ لَكَ أَوْ عَلَيْكَ The Qur'an is proof for you or against you. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the Qur'an and our sittings, they are proof for us, not against us, on the Day of Judgment when we meet Him. Today's uh, topic is about following up uh, knowledge with action. And uh, actually on my way here, I remembered that Shaykh Ibn Uthaymeen, rahimahullah, has an excellent book called Kitabul Ilm. And we used to read it with some of the students in Medina. We would go over until we finish the book. And by Allah, beneficial book. If anyone wants to read that which will benefit them, Kitabul Ilm of Shaykh Ibn Uthaymeen, rahimahullah. Because in that book, he talks about the importance, not just gaining data. For some people, they think knowledge is just to go and study, gets difficult, and that's it. Knowledge is fear of Allah. Knowledge is fear of Allah. That's why Allah described the ulama as being fearful. Those who truly fear Allah the most from his servants are the ulama. And as I went past the, our masjid in Markaz Mu'ad in Al-Jabal, uh, also, I thought, go past the library, see what we have on Al-Ilm Wal-Amal, and the affairs of knowledge and action. And there's an excellent book also by Ibn Abdul-Bar, Al-Maliki, called Jami'u Bayan Al-Ilm Wa Fadlih. And he's got some nice quotes we can, we can, we can take from and read to today, from the statements of the Rasulullah as well as the, uh, the righteous predecessors who came before us. And also there's an excellent book by Sheikh Rabbi Hafidullah called Majmu' Nasa'ih Tawjihat to the Shabab regarding this topic and other topics, knowledge and action. I, I went once to Sheikh Rabbi's house and uh, I asked him, Ya Sheikh, there are students who are, study, who are going out for two years to learn Arabic, Quran. They come back and they want to teach. And the Shaykh Rabbi Havudullah said, what can they learn in two years? In only two years. Ilm is heavy. It's not something that you do for one year or two years. Ilm of the Sharia, and that is what is referred to when we are discussing Ilm today, that is the Ilm of the Sharia. Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah said, Al-Ilmu, qala Allahu, qala Rasuluhu, Knowledge is what Allah said, the Messenger said, and the Sahaba said, without doubt. It is foolishness, he said, to compare the statement of anyone with the statement of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because Allah subhanahu wa commanded us to follow the Messenger unconditionally, and everybody else conditionally. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Follow that which has been revealed to you from your Lord, and do not follow others besides that if it goes against that. Don't follow them. The, the, the asal is to go back to, قَالَ اللَّهِ قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ قَالَ الصحابة. Some people they say, Oh brother, don't go to Bukhari. Don't read hadith. It's too difficult for you. Simple hadith. The Prophet said, Eat with the right hand, don't eat with the left, for shaitan eats with the left. Is that difficult, brother? Is that difficult, brothers? Huh? It's not difficult, is it? So therefore, there are those things which are clear. And those things that need clarifying. Then you go back to Ahlul Ilm. فَاسْأَلُوا أَهْلَ الذِّكْرِ إِن كُنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ Ask those of knowledge, people of knowledge if you do not know. So going back to the hadith of Rasulullah it shouldn't be... A person shouldn't be uh, uh, taken away from that. Because that's where, where are you going to get ilm from? Ilm al-shari is from where? From the newspaper? 
from the magazine or is going back to Quran uh, and Sunnah. This is where the ilm al-shari'i is. However, that you and me, we need those to explain it to us from the people of knowledge. So long as they bring us those ev- the, uh, the verses to explain the Quran, there's a hadith to explain those verses, and likewise the statements of the Sahaba to explain that. Because without that, we may stray. But there are some clear verses and clear ayat, which alhamdulillah are clear. We can all, even the layman can follow. And as for those that need explaining, we take it back to Ahlul Ilm. And Allah said, فَلَوْ رَدُّهُ إِلَى الرَّسُولِ وَإِلَىٰ أُولِي الْأَمْرِ مِنْهُمْ لَعَلِمَهُ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَنْبِطُونَهُ مِنْهُمْ If they were to take it back to Allah and His Messenger, وسلم, they would be able to derive the benefits in that affair. So taking the affairs back to Allah and His Messenger, وسلم, this is the asal. And also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, in Surah Zumar, اتبعوا أحسن ما أنزل إليكم. Follow the best that which has been revealed to you. Naam. And that is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to the Rasul sallallahu Because he doesn't speak of his own accord. In huwa illa wahyun yuha. It is but revelation. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions what haqqa. وَلَوْ تَقَوَّلَ عَلَيْنَا بَعْضَ الْأَقَاوِيلِ لَأَخَدْنَا مِنْهُ بِالْيَمِينِ ثُمَّ لَقَطَعْنَا مِنْهُ الْوَتِينِ فَمَا مِنْكُمْ مِنْ أَحَدٍ عَنْهُ حَاجِزِينَ If the Messenger sallallahu were to say anything from himself in matters of the deen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have snatched him with his right hand and would have cut off his jugular vein. And Shaykh Abdurrahman al-Sa'di rahimahullah said, that is the vein which is connected to the heart. That's it. You're no longer alive after that. So the Messenger sallallahu did not bring anything from himself. In matters of the religion, it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we take that which he, he has uh, brought from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that which has been revealed to him from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we take that. That is revelation. That is the ilm al-shari, which is beneficial, which will aid us, which will give us life, which will aid us in this life and in the hereafter. Without that, well, like the person is a pauper. He's poor. He's poor without the ilm al-shari. He's miskin. Because he's a person who will uh, be all over the place. A poor person is not the one who has, well, doesn't have money. Uh, because money cannot guard you. You have to guard your money. Ilm al-shari is what guards you and me. If you know halal, you know haram. And also you keep away from the doubtful matters. Then you are the one who's going to protect himself from falling into that which is going to lead you to the hellfire. Al-halal ubayin, al-haram ubayin. Wabaynahuma umurun mushtabihat. La ya'lamuhunna kathirun min al-nas. Look, the Prophet said that many people don't know those affairs. They are the doubtful matters. Shaykh Muhammad bin Hadi al-Madkhali said, that is proof that some do. Many people don't know the doubtful affairs, that means the very few do, and they are the ulama. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised the ulama. But what is it that they praise them for? What are the qualities that they have that helps them and aids them fulfill good deeds and righteous actions? What is it? Shahid Allahu annahu la ilaha illahu wal malaikatu wa ulul ilm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised them for what? That they testified to His oneness. After Allah testified to His oneness, the angels testified to His oneness, وَأُلُوا الْعِلْمِ قَائِمًا بِالْقِسْتِ And they're upright upon justice. The أُلُوا الْعِلْمِ The people of knowledge, they testify to كَلِمَةْ لَا إِلَهِ اللَّهِ تَوْحِيد <coughs> Brothers, come to you and say, Tawheed, <coughs> until when Tawheed? Day and night Tawheed. You always talk about Tawheed. We say yes. The Rasulullah on his deathbed. And he's also calling to Tawheed. Throughout his 23 years of his life, Tawheed, Ikhlaq. Why? Because who is guaranteed that he's not going to sway away from Tawheed? Who is guaranteed that he's not going to fall into shirk, which Allah will never forgive? Who is guaranteed? None of us. Allah curses upon who? He said the Jews and the Christians for why? For they took the places of their prophets' graves as places of worship. Don't take my place as a place of worship. He's calling them to, away from shirk and calling them to tawheed. And he said also on his deathbed, don't over-exaggerate in praising me. Like you have this Sufis over-exaggerate in praising huh? the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One Sufi said to me, 
No, 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 we don't. How can we exaggerate in praising Rasulullah? Allah praised him. That means we could never reach that praise. Uh, this is the shubha, this is the doubt. We said to him, Rasulullah himself said, Don't exaggerate, over praise me. The Rasul said it. So it's not me, it's not you. The Rasul told us, Don't do that. So when we call, when we ask, the Prophet told Ibn Abbas, when you ask, ask Allah alone. Hadith in Tirmidhi, which is authentic. When you seek help, seek help from Allah alone. But you are saying, Ya Rasulullah, help me. You are saying, Madad, Ya Rasulullah. And you are saying, Ghawth, Ya Rasulullah. Ghawth. Huh? All of that, Ghawth is from Istighatha. Seeking help in times of hardship, in times of difficulty. Madad, seeking help. All of that is forms of seeking help. And they are singing the border of Busayri, saying that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam knows the, uh, the unseen. Uh, and he knows the ilm al-ghayb. Uh, and from your knowledge, they claim, from this burda of Busayri, is the knowledge of the pen uh, and the lawh al-mahfuz. 50,000 years before creation, Allah told the pen to write. What should it write? Write whatever is going to happen. They are claiming Rasulullah knows this knowledge. A'udhu billah. This is shirk. Because this belongs only to Allah. Ilm al-ghayb. The Prophet was asked about the hour. Mata sa'a? Jibreel asked the Messenger Mata sa'a? Qala Rasul Al-Mas'ul. When he was asked, Mata sa'a? Qala. The one being questioned knows no more than the questioner. You don't know? I don't know. None of us knows. Only Allah knows. Allah is all knowledgeable, the all aware. Allah knows the ilm al-sa'a. When it's going to rain, they say, MashaAllah, tomorrow is going to be sunny and it rains all day. Who knows? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How many times they get it wrong? And what is in the womb of, 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 the, of the mother? They get it after all these scans, after how many months? Allah knows even before. Even before that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. And he even knows before 50,000 years before creation when he told the pen to write. He even knew. Because he's Al-Alim, Al-Khabir, subhanahu wa ta'ala, Al-Latif. His knowledge is so vast. How can he not know when he's the first and no one before him? And he's the last, no one after him. And he is the highest, no one above him. And he is the nearest, there's no one closer to you than Allah by his knowledge. When it was said to Sufyan al-Thawri, who died 161 Hijriya, Allah is with you wherever you are. He said, بِعِلْمِهِ By his knowledge, he knows what you're doing. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above the arsh in a way which befits his majesty. Ar-Rahmanu al-Arsh istawa. Sahaba were knowledgeable. Even the, even the slave girl. The slave girl in the hadith of Mu'ayyad ibn Hakam al-Sulami. Hadith which is in Sahih Muslim. The slave girl, the Prophet says, ah, Muawiyah had slapped her. Why did he slap her? Because he entrusted her to be ah, in charge of his sheep. But one of the sheep was taken by a wolf and eaten. And so he became angry. He's a human being, like from the human beings, and made this mistake. And, the process, and then he regretted what he did. He came to the Messenger of Allah وسلم, and said, Oh, Messenger of Allah, I, I've done this. Shall I free her? He said, bring her to me. When she came to him, he said, who am I? Look how knowledgeable she is. You are the messenger of Allah. Hadith Sahih Muslim. Don't forget, Sahih Muslim. Who am I? You are the messenger of Allah. Where is Allah? He, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, asked. She pointed up. Fissama'a. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above the arsh, above the sky, above all of creation. Huwal awwal, wal akhir, wal zahir, wal batin. Surah al-Hadid. And he, sallallahu alayhi wa explained it. Huwal awwal, laysa qablahu shay. Huwal akhir, laysa ba'dahu shay. Huwal zahir, laysa fawqahu shay. Huwal batin, laysa dunahu shay. He explained it, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That Allah is the first. 
No one before him. He's the last. No one after him. That means his knowledge encompasses all of time. And he's the highest. No one above him. And he's the nearest to you in terms of his knowledge. No, that means his knowledge encompasses all of space. All of time, all of space. Where are you going to hide? From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You cannot hide. Allah is the all aware, the all knowledgeable, the all aware of all of, of every minute detail. Look at Luqman what he said to his son. Ya Bunaya. Ya Bunaya. He said, Ya Bunaya. Innaha intakumithqala habbatin. Fatakun fi sakhratin. Aw fi samawati. Aw fi al-ard. Ya'ti biha Allah. Oh my son, even if it be an atom's way of a deed, and it's inside a rock, or it's in the heavens, penetrated deep into the heavens, or it's in the earth, penetrated deep into the earth, Allah will bring it out. So any deeds that we do, and uh, we teach our children as well, anything that we do, you can't hide in a corner, you can't hide behind the door, behind the closet, Allah is watching you and me. And that's why the poet said, وَإِذَا خَلَوْتَ uh, In fact, it was Qahtan in his Nuniyyah. وَإِذَا خَلَوْتَ بِرِيبَةٍ فِي ظَلْمَةٍ وَالنَّفْسُ تَدْعُوا إِلَى التُّغْيَانِ فَاسْتَحِي مِنْ نَظْرِ إِلَهِ وَقُلْ لَهَا فَاسْتَحِي مِنْ نَظْرِ إِلَهِ وَقُلْ لَهَا إِنَّ الَّذِي خَلَقَ الظَّلَامَ يَرَانِ And when you are alone and, and it is dark and your soul is inclined to transgression then feel shy from the sight of your Lord for the one who has created that darkness in the first place is watching you. So how can we, uh, how can we not feel shy then? In first and foremost, being sincere. This is what knowledge teaches us, is al-ikhlas. And secondly, following the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi So with that, with knowledge, followed by action, that is based upon what Rasul Sallallahu has done, that is what is going to be accepted. وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ نَعْمْ The ayah, the last part of Surah Al-Kaf, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُوا لِقَاءَ رَبِّهِ Whoever wants to meet his Lord. You want to meet Allah? Ask yourself then. Look at this verse. فَمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُوا لِقَاءَ رَبِّهِ Whoever wants to meet his Lord. فَلْيَعْمَلْ عَمَلًا صَالِحًا Then let him do good deeds. When are they good? When they are according to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa How to pray. Look at the people. How to do hajj. You see the people when they come for hajj, you see how their hajj is. The ummah, which we complain day and night. Huh? But look at the education of the ummah. We are in need of education. You see the people praying, how they're praying, pecking in their salah. Allahu Akbar, he just can't wait to get out. It's like he's in prison. Why, ya akhi? Rasulullah loved the salah. Arihna biha ya Bilal. Ju'ilat qurratu aini fi salah. The coolness of my eyes is in the salah. They love the salah. Zahaba love the salah. Love to be here for fajr. Allahu Akbar. And Isha. Huh? Because they know that the, 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 the hypocrites, these are the two prayers hard upon the hypocrites. The two prayers that are difficult and difficult upon the hypocrites. But the mukhlis, the sincere one, the one who knows the, the reality of these prayers. Uh, he's the smart one. He's the one that is looking for the akhirah. Why? Because he knows the value. Look, pick up Bukhari, ya ikhwan. Pick up Muslim, Sahih Muslim. Pick up a Sunan al-Tirmidhi, Sunan Abi Dawood al-Nasai, and Sunan al Look, pick up these Sunan. And you see how many ahadith just on Salah. One of the scholars mentioned, that shows you that Rasul Sassim gave importance to teaching us how to do it. Huh? To show us how important it is. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed its importance. Aqimu salata dhikri Establish the prayer for my remembrance. It's not just something you do in a routine. Allahu Akbar and this go. It's not like that. This is ibadah. This is worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the one who is knowledgeable knows this affair. When you pray next to the mashayikh, we pray next to Shaykh Rabbi Hafidahullah. Huh? One time we were just... Huh? And he would get my feet with his feet. And he said to me, huh? he said, when I, whenever I put my foot with the, the one next to me, his foot, huh? it increases my khushur in the salah. That was once when he, Sheikh Ubaid al-Jabri, likewise, when he's praying, and you can see the calmness, the beautiful, the enjoying the salah. Allahu Akbar. 
and they're reading the Fatiha, and they're reading this Allahu, and they're making the du'as. They're enjoying Salah. The ulama, they love the Salah. Shaykh Muhammad al-Banna, rahimahullah, in his 80s and 90s, and he's had difficult, and he can't bend, but he's like, Allahu, trying hard to keep up his Salah. He even built a lift on his house so that he can catch the Salah. Because he was in the first floor, and he couldn't, he couldn't get to the ground floor, except with difficulty. So he put his money where? In building a lift from first floor to ground floor so that he can get to the salah while he's in his 80s and while he's in his 90s. And he died in the year when he was 94. Rahimahullah. And I visited him just before that year that he passed away. Just before he passed away. And he's lying down and he is praying. While, he, while he's lying down, while he's at 94. The ulama love the salah. This is ilm. Ilm is not data. You want data? It's on a computer, akhi. It's on a computer. Ilm is khashia. Ilm is fear of Allah. Ilm is this heart here being sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is beneficial knowledge. This is what will help us in Yom Al-Qiyamah. In the day of judgment, the first thing you and me will be asked about is our salah. The first thing we'll be asked about. What about the grave? The first stepping stone to the akhirah. How is our ibadah? If you're paying your zakah, you're doing your salah, you're doing the pillars and you're keeping away from that which is haram, then that will protect these, these ibadat, these ta'at will protect you in, in the grave. Protect you. You've brought this amal salih such that you see uh, amal salih in the form of a person coming to you. Who are you? I'm your amal salih I'm your righteous deeds that, uh, that you used to do. Ya Abdullah, we are in need of this ibadah. We are in need of enjoying it. We are in need of enjoying it together. In the, uh, in the masajid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned, مَشْتَمَعَ قَوْمٌ فِي بَيْتٍ فِي بُيُوتِ اللَّهِ يَقْرَؤُونَ الْقُرْآنِ وَيَتَدَارَسُونَهُ فِي مَا بَيْنَهُمْ إِلَّا uh, Except four things happen for him. No gathering, no people who gather in a house from the houses of Allah reciting the Qur'an. Where are the reciters, Ya Ikhwan? Reciting the Quran, learning Tajweed, how to re- wanting to recite Quran huh? as it has been revealed, loving that. Naam. How many of us completed it in Ramadan? Learning the Quran and studying it. Except that's what happens. Four things happen. The angels descend upon them. Mercy over, uh, comes upon them. Mercy. Tranquil, they're calm. Sakina comes upon them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions them in a better gathering with those who are high above. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions you by name, Ya Abdullah, because you're in the masjid learning the Quran or studying it. Either you're reciting it or you're studying the Quran. And this is why we must go back to books of Tafsir, Tafsir ibn Kathir, Tafsir al Sa'di. Tafsir al-Tabari from the earliest. These are great books of Tafsir to study the Quran. Hey Allah. You have to go back to the ilm al-Nafi' wal-amal al-Salih. The Prophet in the morning when he would wake up. After the salah he would ask, Allahumma inni as'aluka ilm, ilm al-Nafi' wa'amalan mutaqabbalan. Ah. Beneficial knowledge and action that is accepted. They used to ask for that every morning. What is qan tayyiban and a risk? A provision that is good. After the salah, he would ask for that. Salat al-Fajr. Ya Abdullah, your whole life, huh? if you are upon beneficial knowledge, your whole life is upon righteous actions, inshallah. That you follow up those, those beneficial knowledge with righteous actions. What good is knowledge if it's not practiced? What good is just data? I have and I think, and I'm alim. The one who says that is jahil. As Sheikh Salih Fawzan said, how you alim? Looking down upon others. That is not ilm. Arrogance is not ilm. PhD and having that titles of your name is not necessarily ilm. It could be if you have practiced uh, that which is beneficial in it from the sharia. It's a PhD in sharia. But how many of those got masters in sharia? PhD in sharia and it's dry. Nothing to offer. Hollow. Khawiyatun ala urusha. Nothing. How many are like that? And then they say, oh, 
We don't need ulama anymore. Now, now he thinks he's the alim now. He thinks that he's the replacement now. He thinks that the whole ummah is on his shoulders now. Subhanallah. Since when, akhi? An ilm al-shari'i is not, uh, is not something that you and me derive out of our thoughts. We don't have Islamic thinkers. As Shaykh Ubaid Allah said once, he said, whenever you see a title of a speaker given a lecture, Islamic thinker, put question mark. Why? Because we don't have Islamic thinkers in the Sharia. Not for you and me to think. What is there to think about? What is there for me and you to reinvent? Sharia is sam'u ta'a. Hear and obey. We're going to start thinking about, oh, maybe this and maybe that. And maybe, what is this? Islamic thinker? And look at these think tanks. They have all these think tanks. So intelligent, huh? supposedly. So intelligent in the end. What did they end up saying? Things like, we came from monkeys. Darwin's theory. So what happened? All that knowledge, all that thinking, made you believe that uh, you come from monkeys. And Shaykh Rahimullah said in Qawl al-Mufid, that the one who says that we came from monkeys, then he is a human, in the body of a man, but he is a monkey in reality. <laughs> and Shaykh Ubaid said the same. Why? Because, subhanAllah, Allah subhanAllah has karamak, has blessed you, give you aql, intellect, to reflect, to ponder. And Allah has blessed you with Islam. Qala Allah, qala Rasulullah. And you go to Darwin. Qala Allah, qala Rasulullah. And you go to this one and that one. You start quoting from rappers and, 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 and think, so-called thinkers and Gandhi and all these ones. Well, this is what they're doing. They're quoting from everybody. Are you in doubt? Umar al-Khattab, he had some parchments from the previous scriptures in his hand. The Prophet said to him, are you in doubt, O Umar, O Umar al-Khattab? Are you in doubt? If Musa alayhi salatu salam was alive today, he would follow me. Ma wasi'aw illa tiba'i. Ma wasi'aw illa tiba'i. So we go back to, qala Allah, qala Rasulullah, qala Sahaba. We have ulama, alhamdulillah, who have clarified the deen for us. Who have clarified the deen for us. So this, this ilm al-nafi' beneficial knowledge can only be stemming from Quran and Sunnah. Going back to the book of Allah and the sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi upon the understanding of the pious predecessors. As Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said, وَإِنْ آمَنُوا حَدِثٍ بُخَارٍ uh, Al-Ayah في سورة البقرة 137 وَإِنْ آمَنُوا بِمِثْلِ مَا آمَنْتُمْ بِهِ فَقَدِ اِهْتَدَوا And if they believe as you believe, you Sahaba believe, then they will be guided. Going back to the way of the Sahaba. And in Surah An-Nisa 115, وَمَنْ يُشَاقِقَ الرَّسُولِ Whoever contends with the Messenger and that's after the guidance has been given to him and he follows a path other than the way of the believers, we leave him in the path he has chosen, land them in hellfire, one evil abode that is. The way of Sahaba and how they used to be. The verse we want to go through, Surah Muhammad verse 19. Since we're talking about knowledge, فَعَلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ فَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ No! It's a command from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah وَاسْتَغْفِرْ لِذَنْبِكَ And seek forgiveness for your sins. This is a bab in Bukhari. Bab al-ilm qabla al-qawli wal-amal That knowledge precedes speech and action. Before you bring any speech, before you bring an action, has to be preceded by knowledge. Knowledge from the book of Allah and the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You know, anyone can bring anything. فَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَى اللَّهِ This is one of the best tafsir that you can go for. Shaykh Abdul Rahman al-Sa'di rahimullah. Fantastic tafsir. Beautiful, beneficial. He says, الْعِلْمُ لَا بُدَّ فِيهِ مِنْ إِقْرَارِ الْقَلْبِ وَمَعْرِفَتُهُ Ilm, knowledge. It's a must, it's incumbent that knowledge has in it إِقْرَارِ الْقَلْبِ The affirmation of the heart. You know something? It stems from the heart. It, you must affirm it. You can't just say, La ilaha with your tongue. You have to affirm that, La ma'buda bihaqqin ilallah. That none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. And you have to understand it. Bima'na, ma talaba minhu ilmuh. What the knowledge huh, has sought from that person. Yani, must come from the heart. Wutamamuhu, an ya'mala bimuqtadah. And this the completeness of this knowledge is that you comply with or you fulfill what 
It necessitates. Knowledge on its own is not beneficial knowledge. Knowledge that is beneficial, that is mufid, uh, is knowledge where there is practice, where the person acts according to it. وَهَادَ الْعِلْمُ الَّذِي أَمَرَ اللَّهُ بِهِ And this is the knowledge that Allah commanded. وَهُوَ الْعِلْمُ بِتَوْحِيدِ اللَّهِ And that is first and foremost, the ilm of tawheed of Allah. To maintain Allah's oneness in His worship, to worship Him alone. Ikhlas. Tawheed, and we know tawheed is three categories. Maintaining Allah's worship, in terms of maintaining Allah's oneness in His Lordship, Rububiyyah, in His worship, Uluhiyyah, and Asma'ul Sifat. And Shaykh Nuhaythaymi, when we visited him in, in Unayza, I told him, I, I asked him some questions, and he said, I said to him, Ya Shaykh, there are some people who say that Tawheed is four categories. Huh? Because they are very politically minded. They say Hakimiyah is the fourth category. He said, That's wrong. He said, that is incorrect. Tawheed is three categories from the beginning of the Qur'an to the end of the Qur'an. And Allah mentioned in the middle of the Qur'an, in one verse, the three categories of Tawheed. So it's Maryam verse 65. Rabbus samawati wal ardi wa ma baynahuma. Rububiyya. You Lord of the heavens and the earth and that which is between them. Fa'abudhu wa astabir li'ibadatih. So worship him and be patient upon his worship. Hal ta'lamu lahu samiyya. Do you know any similitude unto him? So therefore, going back to Tawheed of Allah, he said, this is fardu aynin ala kulli insan. This is an obligation upon every person. Say, Tawheed, Tawheed, Tawheed. Yes, Tawheed. We need it. We need to be reminded day and night. Rasulullah reminded us, when you wake up, what do you say? Huh? Are you not reminding yourself? Alhamdulillah ladhi ahyana ba'dama amatana wa ilayhi nushur. All praise is due to Allah after his taken our life and brought it back and to him will be the return. Are we not reminding ourselves? The Rasulullah is teaching us to remember him morning and evening when we sleep. Bismika Rabbi wada'tu jambi wabika arfa'u in amsakta nafsi faghfir laha wa in arsalta fahfadha You are the one who can, who can protect it. No one else. Anyone else is your protector other than Allah when you sleep and outside you sleep. Bima tahfadu bi ibadaka salihin With that Huh? So protect it just like you would protect huh? your ibadah salihin, ibadah salihin. So going back to be reminded of this ilm that is beneficial, that is the ilm of everyday life, your salah, your dhikr. This is ilm that's beneficial. This is ilm that's going to help you in the akhirah. This is your baqiyatu salihat. Wal baqiyatu salihatu khayrun inda rabbika thawaban. This is the best hope that you and me can hope for. Is your baqiyatu salihat. Yom al-qiyamah, you won't be hoping for dunya, for car, for estates, for houses, for buildings, for wealth, dinars, dirhams. You won't be asking for that. You'll be asking for, you'll be hoping for, amal. So, yom amal, al-ghadan hisab. And that's why in the hadith of, of the Rasulullah the one that Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu narrated in Bukhari Kitab al-Ilm he said أخذ Rasulullah بمن كبي وقال كن في الدنيا كأنك غريب وعبر السبيل be in this life as if you are a traveler we're all passing by ya ikhwan we're all passing by we're all going from one place to another and it's very quick you see how Ramadan is gone like a blink of an eye as if it's yesterday this is life ya akhi This is life. It's very short. It's all going. Be in this life as a traveler. Or as a stranger. As a stranger. This is not for you and me. To start decorating. To start making it the in all and the only place there is to live. This is temporary. This is temporary. It's going. And Abdullah ibn Umar added. He said, If you wake up in the morning, don't expect to reach the evening. If you reach the evening, don't expect to reach the morning. Allahu A'lam. Who's going to die next? Who's next? Allahu A'lam. Because the ajal, when it comes, it doesn't wait for anybody. When the ajal comes, it's not delayed one. Hour or one time is nor is it preceded. And every ummah has an ajal. Every nation has an ajal. It comes khalas. 
حتى إذا جاء أحدهم الموت قال ربي ترجعون When death comes upon them they say Oh Lord let me come back <coughs> For what? To do amal al-salih To do good deeds Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says no Kalla He says no Rather a statement that he says إِنَّهَا كَلِمَةٌ وَقَائِلُهَا A statement that he says وَمِنْ وَرَائِهِمْ بَرْزَخٌ إِلَى يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ And behind them is going to be a barzakh That period of time Until they are resurrected again So there's no coming back Again It's just this life That we have to do ilm To benef- gain beneficial knowledge And then also follow that up with righteous actions Do not belittle ibadah No matter how small that ibadah is Your salah your protection of your salawat al-khams is upholding your kaasa this is left for you in the akhirah you're not going to take anything so therefore we have to be patient patient upon amal al-salih as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in surah kaf wasbir nafsaka ma'alladina yad'una rabbahum bil-ghadati wal-ashiyya yuriduna wajha and be patient with those who call upon their lord day and night seeking what? Seeking his face. يُرِدُونَ وَجْهَهُ وَلَا تَعْدُ عَيْنَاكَ عَنْهُمْ تُرِيدُ زِينَةَ الْحَيَةِ الدُّنْيَا And don't turn your eyes away from them. Seeking the glitters of this world. Seeking the dunya. Because in the, he said in the beginning, ah, With who? With those who call upon their Lord. The people of Tawheed. Ah, and other than them, the, in, in Medina, the likes of Shaykh Ubaid al-Jabir, Shaykh Abdul al-Asabbad. And in, 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 in Makkah, Shaykh Rabi'i, these are some of the Mashayikh, not only limited, but there are, be with them, be with Ahl Sunnah, <coughs> Ahl Ilm, those who call upon their Lord day and night, teaching the book and the, and, uh, and the Sunnah. And this is what they are doing for the past 50, 60 years, walillahi alhamd. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us, follow, those who follow the, His book and His Sunnah truthfully, sincerely, for life is short and is passing us by very quickly. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروه إنه الغفور الرحيم. In twenty minutes. So we leave time. That way it makes it a bit open for any discussion or any corrections or any points to mention. That way we leave it open rather than talk too too much. خير كلام قل. What then? The best speech is that which is uh, concise and to the point. And for the sisters, they can write down whatever they, any questions or correction, anything they have. So while you're writing them down and thinking up of something, just put your hand up and we'll, we'll go through something. But look what Shaykh Abdurrahman al Saadi said. La yasqut an ahad. This knowledge of tawheed, uh, nobody is free from needing it and requiring it. We all need it. Huh? Not like the they call this Sufi guy called Sheikh, uh, Sheikh Nazim, they call him. Huh? He said, I'd, I'm so pious now, basically. He says, the one on the, the angel on the left does not write. Huh? Khalas, he's, reached, he's, past the, he's past the bridge. And he, he said, the one on the right, huh? it writes down the good deeds, of course, that he's uh, doing. That's what he claims. It's, you can see it, it's, it's there. It's on the internet, you see it. And he said, on the one on the left, does not write anymore. Subhanallah. He's going against what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, that the angels, they don't tire from fulfilling His commandments. They are commanded to write. You are coming now saying they don't write for you. Uh, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about the angels, وَلَا يُسْأَمُونَ They don't get tired. They continue to fulfill the commandments of Allah. Alhamdulillah. الَّذِي عَفَانَا مِمَا بْتَلَاهُمْ بِهِ وَفَضَّلَنَا عَلَى كَثِيرٍ مَخَلْقَ تَرْضِيلًا These people of innovation who taking the people away from the ibadah to Allah, from knowing their reality, and knowing that Allah subhanahu is the one who's deserving uh, of worship alone. Because in this country, most of the people here, in this country, are Brelvis, Sufis. And they are duped. They are duped to follow Bid'ah and Shirk. 
You go in the masjid, you say, Ya Allah, Ya Rasulullah. In the masjid. And they give you confusion. They say, yes. We say, Ya Rasulullah, to seek nearness. Because we are not clean, they say. They give you aql, huh? Use the aql, the intellect. They say, we are not clean. And we are sinful. So to get to Allah, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to you, call upon Him directly. إِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ أُجِيبُ الدَّعْوَةَ الدَّعِ إِذَا دَعَانِ فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ Allah said, call upon me. Ibn al-Qayyim rahimullah said, one of the reasons for your dua to be accepted, from this verse he said, is to have the correct belief. Allahu Akbar. Faida. Because Allah said, فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا so let them, let them answer my call and believe in me correctly. So having the correct belief, answering the call of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, upon tawheed, this is a reason for your dua to be accepted. We complain about this country and that country, the Muslim ummah and so on. What about what we have put forward? What about education? What about tasfiyah wa tarbiyah? Purification and education. What about that? So this is a beautiful Explanation here by Shaykh Abdurrahman al-Sa'id. Everyone is required Tawheed. And what Tawheed? Is it the Tawheed of the politi- political activists? Who say, La haakimiyata illallah. Which is what Sayyid Qutb said, that La ilallah means La haakimiyata illallah. This is Rububiyyah. Even the Mushrikun of Mecca, they believed in Rububiyyah. If you were to ask them who created the heavens and earth, they will say, Allah. They believed Allah is the creator, the provider, the sustainer. But how? Did they worship Allah alone? No. They used to make their gods out of dates and then eat it afterwards when they got hungry. This is what they happened. But they believed in the, that Allah is the creator. Now. There's muhkamat of those verses which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in Surah An-Nisa. But there are verses that are clear and there are those verses that do not require explaining in detail. But those that are mutashabihat, they require explaining and they are to be taken back to the Rasul Sallallahu Who is it that explains the Quran first after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? It is Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And we have sent down the remembrance that you may explain to the people that which has been revealed to them. So Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came and clarified those, uh, those verses to us. We don't, everything is complete in the religion. Islam is complete. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us anything that we need to know. Abu, Abu Dargifar radiallahu anhu, he said, Tarakna Rasulullah The Prophet left us upon a way that even the bird flapping its wings in the sky, he told us about it. Do we need anything, anyone else to say, I think? Or I want, I want and delve into that, which is, the muhkamat are those, the aqidah of Ahl-Sunnah wa Jama'ah is muhkam. Uh, it is clear. It is complete. There's no two aqidahs. There's no three aqidahs. Sahaba, they united upon one aqidah. The aqidah of Ahl-Sunnah wa Jama'ah, the aqidah of the Salaf al-Salih, that is one. So aqidah is one. And methodology, the manhaj of how to apply this aqidah is one. Where there is slight differences, in matters of fiqh, huh? based upon dalil. So it is a big mistake that we have some of the groups, they're saying, Tawheed of Asma'u Sifat, they say is mutashabihat. No. It is not mutashabihat. Tawheed al Asma'u Sifat, Allah's beautiful names and attributes, He, expl- he, he told us about. He told us about. And we stop at where Allah stopped and where the Prophet stopped and where the Sahaba stopped. We don't go into that which we don't have knowledge. The mutashabiat is that which we don't have knowledge of. We don't enter. We don't delve. 
على الله البيان وعلى رسول البلاغ وعلينا التسليم for us to submit only فلا وربك لا يؤمن حتى يحكموك فيما شجر بينهم ثم لا يجد في أنفسهم حرجا مما قضيت ويسلموا تسليما by Allah they do not truly believe until they make you and Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم a judge in all of their affairs and then they find in their hearts no hesitance in accepting it and they submit to it wholeheartedly so the mutashabi'at are those things that are unclear that haven't been explained we don't go into we don't delve we don't know how the attributes of Allah are so we don't go into that but we believe in it al-istiwa'u ma'loom wa kayf majhool wal imanu bihi wajib as Imam Malik said Istiwa Allah above the arsh is known how is unknown we don't go into this and believing it is an obligation and questioning it is an innovation no. and uh, I'm only a student of knowledge huh? I'm only studying there's no sheikh here the sheikh is the one who wobbles when he walks huh that's the real sheikh. He wobbles when he walks. So what you see here is just a brother. Bas. We're only studying, we're scratching the surface. We're not like those milkshakes who claim on the internet, huh? He's sheikh and he's sheikh and this one's sheikh and this one's sheikh and he's nothing. Huh? Disguiding the people. Masses. He has no knowledge. The alim. You see the difference between alim and a talib ilm. The alim is a alim. In all abwab he's knowledgeable. But talib ilm, in one bab, yes, he may have some knowledge. This, who said this? Shaykh ibn Uthaymin said this. But if you take him out of that bab, ask him about fara'id. Huh? Who? What? Huh? Ask him about the inherit, laws of inheritance. He doesn't know. Then how is alim? How is sheikh? Maybe in age, huh? he reached... Oh, an elderly person. My question here. Are we allowed to take knowledge from YouTube speakers? On non-fiqh and non-aqidah related matters. Ibn Sirin, rahimullah, said, and he died 110 Hijriya, and he met Sahaba, radiallahu anhum. He said, Inna hadal ilm deen. Fandur ahadakum mimman, Fandur, Inna hadal ilm deen. Falyandur ahadakum. Aish al qawli ibn Sirin. Ah? This knowledge is deen. So look to whom you take your deen from, your knowledge from. You can't just take anyone and everyone. And Ibn Sirin took from who? From Sahaba radiallahu He died in the same year as Hassan al-Basri, 110 Hijriya. Look to whom you take your religion from. Not just anyone that comes. So go into internet and YouTube and all. No. Be careful. The ulama are known. Take the ilm from the ulama, from the people of knowledge. And those who translate their works, if they translate their works, alhamdulillah, fi khair. Don't just take from anyone. The one who takes from the ignorant one, who will be ignorant like himself. And the Prophet told us to be wary of those a'imma al-mudullin, those misguided scholars. Who lead, who go astray and lead others astray. Not like the alim. The alim of the sharia is different. So don't take from anyone, from speakers. And Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu said, there are, you are in a time, he's talking to the sahaba, whose scholars are many and speakers are few. And there will come a time whose scholars are few and speakers are many. So don't just take anyone from the internet. Oh, he speaks good. Oh, he has a beard. Huh? Oh, he, he, you know. It could be a person of shirk. could be a person of bid'ah. Are you going to put your deen up with, with him? And lead you astray? And he's going to say, I think. Take only from the one who is Salafi. Quran and Sunnah ala fahm al-Salaf. He takes from the Quran and Sunnah and the understanding of the companions. There's no cloudiness. 
And Abu Mas'ud al-Ansari radiallahu anhu, he said, إِيَّاكُمُ التَّلَوُّنْ فِي الدِّينِ Be careful of being all over the place in the religion. One day you take from this one, another day you take from that one. And Shaykh Muhammad bin Hadi, and I'll show you exactly what he did. He opened his, his leg like this. Huh? And he said, some people they take from scholars. Huh? And some people they take from other than the scholars, from the muqtadi'ah, the innovators. He said, can you walk like this? Can you? You can't. So you take from Ahlul Ilm, take from the ulama. فَاسْأَلُوا أَهْلَ الذِّكْرِ كُنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned that. We don't take from anyone and everyone. Shaykh Abdul Aziz bin Baz, rahimahullah. Shaykh Al-Albani, rahimahullah. Shaykh Ibn Uthaymi, rahimahullah. From the three of the best of the ulama who died at the head of the century. Hadith in Sunan Abi Dawood. إِنَّ اللَّهِ يَبْعَثُ عَلَى رَاسِ الْقَرْمِ مَنْ يُجَدِّدُ لِلْأُمَّ مُرَدِينِهَا that Allah will raise at the head of every century those who revive the deen as a whole. Take from the people of knowledge. As if we have listened to all of their tapes. And that's it. We have no one left except someone on YouTube left. As if that is what is left. No. Take from people of knowledge. Save yourself, Ya Khwan, from that which will harm you. If any question we don't know, Allahu A'lam. وَذَلِكَ مِنَ الْعِلْمِ And Abdullah ibn Abbas said, Allahu A'lam is half of knowledge. But you get someone uh, on this uh, channel, uh, ask the shaykh, ask the shaykh. And you're waiting for the shaykh and he says, it's him. It's him. <laughs> We're all waiting for the shaykh and it's like a tune at the beginning, ask the shaykh. And the same person is a takfiri. So be careful, Yaqwan. And no one, you hardly hear Allahu A'lam. So here yeah, he's got knowledge, as if he's got knowledge. Knowledge is fear of Allah, not just anyone and everything. You answer. Imam Malik, rahimullah, all those questions, huh? that he was asked, more than 30 questions, and he didn't answer except few. And he said, tell them Malik doesn't know. That's ilm. Now, here's a question, it's a good question. If a person needs to make up for the fast with the six days of fast in Shawwal count, or would they have to be fast? Shaykh Ibn Uthaymi says, in answering this question, he says that you have to fulfill the missed fast first, and then the six days of Shawwal, because the Messenger said, that first you have fast Ramadan, and then follow it up. With six days of Shawwal. So if you have missed days of, of, of Ramadan, you must make those up first uh, before you can make. If you want that reward, because the reward is Ramadan followed by the six days of Shawwal, like you fasted the whole year. Like you fasted the whole year. And you have, until, of course, uh, until the next year. And Shaykh Ubaid al Jabri Hafidullah says that hasten to. Fulfill the rights of Allah. And siyam is a pillar, is a rukun, is a pillar. So one should not uh, delay, should try their best to do it. Unless they have something that makes them, they find difficult, I need to do it. Uh, Shaykh Abdul Rahman al-Sa'idi says, and from the best of ilm is pondering over the asma of Allah and his sifat. Naam. His beautiful names and his attributes. And also his actions, that which show the completeness of his uh, greatness. Naam. What is the ruling regarding women who do lectures on YouTube but fully covered? There's no need. Alhamdulillah, we have ulama, we have those who, uh, and the woman, the best place for the woman is the, is the house. And Allah commanded her to be in the house. 
if she wants to teach the best ones that she can teach is her children now what 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 blessed thing for the woman to be given to be to bring up her own children to teach them if she's in a school to teach uh, other girls in the community in the society to learn to be a alima in that sense and to benefit the, uh, uh, the, the, the the girls in the society the daughters in the society that's khair for her but to be on YouTube openly like that this is something which nah, is not befitting because she's putting herself forward to fitna to trials and tribulations so why would she want to do that? And we have with, with us, uh, mashallah, I noticed one of our brothers here from uh, students of knowledge here. Uh, so if there's any uh, answers, عندكم مزيد الله يخليكم. مرحبا بكم الله. What is the position of those masajid who are spreading bid'ah and shake under the umbrella of Ahl Sunnah? Shake. What is the position of those masajid who are spreading bid'ah and shirk under the umbrella of Ahl Sunnah? Sunnah is clear, alhamdulillah. There's not something which is hidden, it is clear. We have Sheikh Muhammad al-Banna rahimahullah you say we have Bukhari and Muslim we have Ahadith Sahihah Sunnah is clear yani for anyone now to bring something new they will be exposed they do Milad al-Nabi for example did Rasulullah do it? no did the Sahaba do it? no did the Tabi'in do it? no it wasn't until 400 years after the Hajj of Rasulullah they did it in Egypt the, the, the Shia did it in Egypt so you are following Sunnah of the Shia, not the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Likewise, the 15th Sha'ban, uh, all night they spend, whether they are Brilvis, the Obandis, they all night they are spending all night worshiping Allah, and they think it's good. We are doing ibadah to Allah. We are doing good. They are thinking, but the Prophet uh, he said, "Kullu bid'atin dalala wa in Kullu bid'atin dalala." Every innovation is misguidance and every misguidance is in the fire. He didn't say al bid'ah. He said Kullu All of it. And the best one who explained it from the best ones is Abdullah ibn Umar He said Kullu Every bid'ah is misguidance even if the people see it as good. Even if you see it as good. And one day, one day Abdullah ibn Umar he heard a man sneeze. And he said, Alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala Rasulillah. And Abdullah ibn Umar said, and also I say salah upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa But this is not how the Messenger sallallahu told us. He only taught us to say Alhamdulillah. And in Sunan Abi Dawood, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. But to add, wassalatu wassalamu ala... He didn't say that. You think it's good. But that which is good, Rasulullah has already preceded, preceded us in that good. Are you, are you better than Rasulullah to bring a good that he has not brought? Abadan. So innovations are misguidance. All of it. Hadith of Aisha and Bukhari and Muslim. All of it. Man amila amalan, laysa alayhi amra It's rejected. Man It's going to be rejected. The one who introduced. The one who does the bid'ah. <coughs> Sa'id ibn Musayyib, uh, rahimahullah, from the tabi'een, the students of Ibn Abbas, anhuma. One time he saw a man praying after the fajr. And we don't pray after the fajr. There's no nawafil, unless you missed your sunnah of fajr. But there's no nawafil. He's praying nawafil after fajr. And then he said, uh, the one who's praying this nawafil, Allah is going to punish me from doing from doing salah. So Sa'id ibn Musayyib said, no, but Allah will punish you from going against the sunnah. From going against the sunnah. Because you went against the sunnah. So we'll punish you because of that. 
Imam Malik, rahimahullah, when he told the man to do your, his, his intention for hajj from the Hulayfa, he wanted to do it from his house. He said, Imam Malik said, I fear fitna for you. He said, What fitna can befall me when I am increasing in the miles before the miqat? Huh? From my house I'm doing the intention for so, so Imam Malik rahimullah, quoted to him the verse Let those beware who go against my command Lest a fitna will befall them A trial will befall them Or a grievous punishment So we don't go against the commandment of Rasulullah He didn't do it, we don't do it Sahaba didn't do it, we don't do it Full stop No addition, no ziyada <coughs> Islam is complete Alhamdulillah and you have this foolishness, people going around in marches. Did Sahaba go around march? Any problem that they hear about, they go around in march? Did Sahaba do this? Bid'ah. Innovation. Did Rasulullah say, no, he didn't do it. This is the ways of. Uh, the non-Muslims, they do that. You go on a march. Did you benefit from that march? And who's in that march? Women, men, uh, mixing, socialists, everyone, anyone, all mixed, hodgepodge. That's your march. Jumping up and down. Did you benefit? The benefit, ya khi, come here after Salat al-Fajr, pray the ibadah. In the masjid, masjid go empty, march full. Come to the masjid, ya khi. Do your ibadah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Establish the ibadah to Allah. Be upon tawheed, be upon sunnah. This is what will build. March will not build. Huh? And then they go around, this new kind of, they bring new things. Take things back to Ahl al-ilm, to the ulama. Don't need these new ways. What was best good for us then is good for us now. Huh? This is the Sunnah, which is the Ark of Noah. As Sunnah is the Ark of Noah. Whoever boards it is saved. This is where salvation lies. Not in bid'ah, not in shirk. So those who under the claim of Ahl Sunnah and they're doing shirk, they are exposed. No, they can't bring something new and not be exposed. Alhamdulillah, Sunnah is clear. This one? Assalamu alaikum. What is the advice to those to be given to those masajid who claim to have the correct aqidah and upon the fiqh of Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah, but they allow tabligh to attend and give speeches in their masjid? Under the pretext that we have to cooperate. Allah says cooperate upon what? Ta'awun al-birri wa taqwa Wala ta'awun al-ithmi wal-udwan I'll cooperate with righteousness and taqwa. Not ithm, not sin and udwan. So those who claim to be upon the correct aqidah, we don't cooperate with groups. Fa'tazil tilka al-firaq jami'ah Hadith of Hudayfa radiallahu anhu Hadith in Bukhari Leave all of these groups. These are newly invented groups. As Sheikh Ubaid Hafidha calls them, the modern day groups, the new groups. Was there tabligh in the time of Sahaba? Jama'at al-tabligh was time of Sahaba? No. They have new principles, six principles. Then why you go with them? Did Sahaba say, did Rasulullah say, let's go four months in a lifetime, 40 days in a year or three days in a month? We go out tabligh to work, to learn what? Fada'il a'mal. Is this the da'wah of Rasulullah first? To teach you how to eat and sleep and cook? Or to teach you aqidah, tawheed? This is what's required first and foremost. Come to the masjid. Jazakallah khair. Now I'm in the masjid. What am I going to do? Just pray. How? No, just pray. Is this the da'wah of Rasulullah Or did he say, Sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli? Pray as if you've seen me pray. So don't cooperate with the groups. This one he asked about jama'at al-tabliq. Jama'at al-Tabliq is a Sufi group. They don't rectify aqeed of the people to be upon Tawheed. Yes, they may say Iman, Iman many times, but look at their book. Fadail Amal, Tabliq in Nisab. Look in their book. You find shirk in there. You find bid'ah in there. There's one story. Huh? Somebody's walking around the Kaaba. It's in Tabliq in Nisab. A person's walking around the Kaaba. He sees the ankle of a woman. A hand comes out of the Kaaba and slaps him. He said, how dare you look at the women around the Kaaba? What's this? Do you believe that? This is in there. Where's that hand now? Many people going around the Kaaba upon 
bid'ah and shirk. They need slapping as well. Where's that hand? So, ya akhwan, there's a lot of gibberish in there. Another one, he says he has a dream. It's in Jamaat, in Tabligh Nisab. He has a dream, and then he dreamt that he has to say 70,000 times, La ilaha illallah. Subhanallah. In the Adkar of Rasulullah 100 he mentioned has been the highest. Huh? Saying, Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, 100 times. This one in his dream, he saw 70,000 times he's got to say it. Yeah? So he says it, he says it 70,000 times. He has many of those now. And then in a dream, he, he sees his mom, she's in the hellfire. A'udhu billah. Look, they claim to know the unseen. His mom is in the hellfire. So, it is said to him in his dream, take one of those 70,000 word and give it to your mom and she will be freed from the hellfire. So he does that and she's freed. You believe that gibberish? <coughs> this is what's in j- j- Tabligh al-Nisab. This is in Tabligh Storytellers. The Prophet ﷺ said, Inna Bani Israel lamma qassu halaku. Bani Israel, uh, when they started storytelling, uh, they were destroyed. So we don't have storytellers. We have Qalallah, Qala Rasulullah, Qala Sa'ad. That's what we have. We don't have additional, I think, story. Jama'at Tabligh is a misguided group. Is a misguided group. No matter how kind they look and how uh, they come at you with a smile. They don't know. Many of them are ignorant. But the, if, they, if you are with them, they are with you. If you go against them, they will show you harsh manners. So, if you want to say that, and you say, oh, in the name of da'wah, no. Advise us on our lack of giving importance praying. Fajr and Isha in jama'ah. But we will miss it in the masjid for several days, though we live close by. Kaif. The Prophet ﷺ told us, first of all, Allah swore by Al-Fajr. Wal-Fajr, walayalin ashr. He swore by Al-Fajr. He doesn't swear except to show you how great that thing is. Wal-Asr. Swore by Al-Asr. The Rasul ﷺ said, whoever prays Isha in Jama'ah, he will have half the night in reward in prayer. Whoever prays Fajr in Jama'ah, he will have the rest of the night in reward in prayer. So if you're praying Fajr and Isha in Jama'ah, it's like you're praying the whole night in reward. Allahu Akbar. So Hafidu ala salawat. Wassalat al-wusta. God the praise, especially the middle prayer. فَخَلَفَ مِن بَعْدِمْ خَلْفٌ those who discard the prayer, they will follow their desires. They misguided, they, they were neglectful of their prayer. Sheikh Salih Fawzan said, they were neglectful of their prayer, and that was a reason for them to follow their desires. Because the next verse is, فَسَوْفَ يَلْقَوْنَ غَيَّا They will have a 